You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokele live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Thank you, thank you so much for joining me for another incredible conversation here in the African Father in America podcast. I am excited to have you all and uh, I am really, really excited to see you, my brother Jared. How are you doing this morning? Doing well, Simon. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just, uh, you know, excited that uh, we are coming to the end of November here. And, uh, you know, we are. this is episode number 308 of the African Father in America podcast. So I'm excited to talk about you know uh the travel uh and the travel the trip that we're planning for kenya later on this year uh actually earlier on next year <laughs> and also i'm excited for today's proverb and the conversation that we are about to have with everybody who is joining us uh this morning so uh, i'm in seattle washington and i just want to welcome you all uh maybe jared you could just start by letting everyone know how the last few days have been uh you know, in this space where we've just been highlighting the opportunity for everyone who is joining us now to travel with us to Kenya uh, in February, February 1st to February 10th. Uh, and then uh, after that, we are going to begin talking about today's proverb. Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, last two days have been really dope. Um, we've just been, you know, highlighting the proverbs and really digging into uh, the history, the interpretation of it, and then we're all sharing our own personal interpretations of it, which has been great. And uh, yeah, the first week of February, it's going to be a really dope 10-day excursion uh, to Kenya, where we're going to, uh, Simon and his team are going to really be helping us dive deep into the culture of Kenya. So um, for some reason, I can't find your text message uh, with the link. If you can throw the link at the top, that'd be helpful. But um uh, in the link at the top that Simon's going to throw up there, there's um, a really detailed itinerary of all the activities. And, you know, I've been to Kenya twice and loved it. It's a beautiful country, beautiful people, um, amazing food, amazing nightlife. But I feel like I only scratched the surface. Um, to really experience Kenya, I do believe you need to do it with locals. And what you're going to be able to experience on the 10-day excursion is... Uh, an experience of what it's like to be local in Kenya, to understand the culture of, you know, the many tribes that are in Kenya, um, you know, experience the music, the religion, the food, the um, all of that. And it's really curated. So if you're a solo traveler that, you know, is wanting to go to Africa, but it's like, I don't want to go by myself, I don't know what to do, um, you know, et cetera. Uh, this is a perfect opportunity so click the link at the top definitely uh you know read all of the amazing things that'll be happening on this trip and then you know book that book, book now uh, there's limited seats i mean limited spots so on uh, i'm sure it's going to sell out before the end of the year so um you know go ahead and take advantage of this and uh, hopefully we'll see you in uh, kenya we'll talk more about it in the future in the room but um yeah i'm really really excited about it back to you simon Excellent. Thank you again, uh, Jared. I know that you're a very, very busy person and 
later on i'll just be talking to you too i'll be giving you more space to talk about your own incredible work and really why you have a, a big heart to support uh, the initiatives that i do the initiatives that many people do on this app you're one of the people that you know once you show up and once you commit to doing something i feel like you do it with your whole heart so uh, i want to create space for you later on just to highlight you and give you a little bit of flowers so just get ready uh for now i also just want to give lavender just a little space before we begin uh lavender is actually leading this uh trip uh, she's uh the person who is leading one vibe experience and she's currently in kenya so lavender just say hi quickly and uh just share with us how the last two days of uh promoting the one vibe experience 10 day magical kenya adventure has been you know have we done a good job uh, uh, do you want to keep jared and i or do you want to find other people to support you with this initiative Hi Simon, this is Lavender. I'm speaking from Kenya. I'm actually in Kisumu, Kenya, where you all will be coming to visit and to learn about the culture of the people around Lake Victoria. To answer your question, Simon, you and Jared are my to-go people when I want a job done. <laughs> so I'll be keeping you your for keeps. So um to add to that I'd also like to highlight today's proverb. We usually have a poet called Chioma and Chioma traveled today she's not feeling well and she sent me her proverb to share her poem to share with you in um uh, relation to today's proverb one should never rub bottoms with a porcupine so the pro the poem goes you know it hurts but it looks like fun you know it pains but you have no one left to play with yet to play with or you do but you don't see eyes too stuck tempted to test your luck you'll get stuck fat cut bruised laugh to keep from crying inside outside dying all fun and games and her interpretation about the proverb today is when i think of rubbing bottoms i think of coming becoming real close and friendly with something or someone porcupines have shark painful and sometimes infectious quills on their bottoms so i feel like this is saying that one should never get too close or too friendly with something that hurts them or had or others no company is better than bad company thank you again simon i'm looking forward to today's conversation Excellent excellent thank you Lavender for all that you do and thank you for joining us all the way from Kisumu Kenya uh, and welcome everybody to today's episode of the African Father in America podcast uh, I encourage you to uh, just take a minute and make sure you are you are sharing the link to this conversation Jared does an amazing job of just uh, you know 
sharing with you how you can actually be involved. Jared, do you want to share that before I share the three nuggets of wisdom for today's proverb? Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, if you want to come on stage and add to the conversation, feel free to raise your hand. Everybody's welcome, and uh, everybody gets a safe space to speak and share their thoughts on the proverb. Also, if you click that little box with the arrow pointed up, uh, that's the way you can share the room to the hallway. So if you click the yellow hand, you can put in a couple of words or a couple of emojis and go ahead and share this room to the hallway. You can also share it via Twitter or Facebook. And then also you can click that invite people button. And one thing that I like to do is, you know, when I'm in the search bar, you know, put in the keyword. So you can put in travel or you can put in Africa, you know, Kenya. And that'll let you know who has those words in their bio. And uh, they may be interested in this topic more than others. Or just go ahead and click on the faces of everybody that is online that has the green uh, indicator next to them. And, uh, yeah, give them an opportunity to experience this live and um, learn more about the trip as well as learn more about the proverb. So, uh, yeah, please share the room. We appreciate the support. And also make sure to, you know, click the greenhouse, follow the club, you know, check out Simon, Lavender, Latanya, Steven, Brother, and Denna their bios, their social media, and um, yeah, be a part of the conversation. So I'll pass it back to you, Sam. Excellent, excellent. Thank you again uh, for your contribution and just the direction you've, you've given all of us. So as we continue on, I want to first share the three nuggets of wisdom related to today's proverb. Typically, when we come here, we share uh, an amazing African proverb. Uh, this is Monday to Friday. But just something that is going to happen from next Monday until January 2nd is that we will not be broadcasting this program. I have a surgery on my left ankle. Uh, I used to play a lot of soccer, so I have two screws that have to be removed. So I have to take time off, and we felt that it's a good time for our whole team to just get some rest during this holiday season because uh, for the last two years we've been pushing and producing an episode every day for five days a week, and you know we we have almost three hundred and. Uh, 50 episodes of course 308 have been published this is number 308 that we are recording now but uh, it's just time for us to uh, you know plan for next year and get some rest in so if you don't see us from next monday uh, go to my instagram go to our youtube channel we will be releasing a lot of content because we have so much unreleased content from these conversations that we want to share with you so um as usual, we share three nuggets every day, three nuggets of wisdom that uh, we, 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 we research and we feel that are really relevant uh, to the proverb for the day. So the proverb for the day, this proverb is from the Akan community in West Africa, and it says that one should never rub but, but, but bottoms. <laughs> one should never rub bottoms with a porcupine. And... Uh, these are the three nuggets of wisdom related to it. Number one, always use uh, caution when dealing with difficult people or difficult situations. Number two, be aware of your environment and potential dangers around you. And number three, remain open-minded and willing to learn from different cultures and different perspectives. Those are our three nuggets of wisdom. And uh, I want you to, you know, just put them down somewhere, note them somewhere. And uh, now we want to go to the part of the conversation where we keep the floor open a little bit. 
but really I had said earlier that I wanted to create a little space for Jared just to honor him for taking the time to support us this week we are hoping that from January 2nd we will also be here with you consistently for the African Father in America podcast Jared I've, I've actually interviewed you as a guest before you've helped us with Africa Day in the past uh, but really since I told you about one vibe experience over a year ago when I was in Kenya last uh, you really you know came through and uh, I remember talking to you while I was at the airport in Kenya heading back to Seattle and you had a room on Clubhouse and you know you really created space for me to talk about the importance of traveling especially to Africa but it seems that this is something that you value a lot so I want you to just speak about why you you're, you're taking the time to support uh, this this initiative and also I want you to take a stab at this proverb after you share your thoughts uh, on why supporting this work is important to you speak about the proverb too what it means to you one should never rub bottoms with a porcupine uh, yeah so um you know travel is really important to me i really you know started traveling uh in my mid 20s and i'm just really addicted to learning about new cultures and I always take something away that gives me a broader perspective uh around life and just um just a broader perspective around like people in general and um I've been to seven countries in Africa so far and um when it comes to Africa it's just like the experience of being in like the motherland the homeland and um to really be around like the roots it's it's an incredible um hard to describe you know experience and um you know so when you talked about this 10-day trip and then I looked at the itinerary and what I love about the trip is like how detailed the itinerary is and how diverse the experiences are and um, also like how thoughtful the experiences are I feel like it's going to be pro not, not probably going to be um, you know one of the more impactful experiences I've had from a travel you know perspective so um, you know I, I've always encouraged people Uh, especially my fellow African Americans to you know get out of the country but more importantly like get to Africa you know however you can and I think this is a really safe um way to do that especially as a solo traveler because it's really hard to get friends and family to um you know uh go all the way to Africa um and I think that's what holds people back so this is like the perfect opportunity to make friends um you know have something really organized and then also you know have the safety and security of locals I love and that. then yeah and then when it comes to rubbing bellies with the porcupine um i'm actually going to defer to everybody else i want to hear everybody else's thoughts on it first and then i'll kind of um you know circle back but um yeah man i appreciate the space i appreciate what you're doing and yeah check out uh you know Simon's instagram so you can see you know uh his travel to Kenya and you can get a little taste of you know what you can expect so back to you Simon excellent excellent thank you again uh Jared for um uh, you know uh your your wonderful um you know response to the question that I asked uh I just want to now create space for anyone who is on the stage I do want to quickly give a shout out to Stella and Steve who are part of the One Vibe team they are also both in Kenya and uh you know we will talk more about why we value hosting guests 
uh, especially in Kenya and why we've been organizing these group trips uh, to Kenya for the last almost 15 years really even long before I moved to the US my mother used to host many many Americans and that's part of why this is also continuing with her legacy of bringing friends but it's really important to me personally to bring people of African descent back home and to involve them with meaningful initiatives and meaningful work uh, like what we do in Kenya with One Vibe Africa. So uh, we are going to talk a lot about that. But for now, we are grounding ourselves in this beautiful Akan proverb. Uh, and uh, I want to open the floor. Tap, double tap your mic. It's popcorn style where anybody on the stage can uh, share their perspectives in regards to this proverb. I see that uh, my wonderful sister Latanja is ready. And I'm going to add the link to the live stream on YouTube at the top of the room so that you can join me there and also so that you can easily read what the proverb is. And then later on, we will bring back this link to the 10-day trip to Kenya. Thank you so much. Latanja, uh, take it away. Grand Rising, Simon, and thanks so much for having this space. I'm looking forward to the travel to Kenya. Um, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, as we say that one should never rub bottoms with a porcupine, it reminds us to be kind to ourselves. And this is extremely important uh, to the ways in which we treat others and how that will show up for how we respond um, to ourselves and others. Because tenderness and gentleness breeds harmony, honor, and happiness. It also reminds me of something really kind of funny in, in terms of because the needles that they have um, are, they have needle-like quills. And so it reminds me of how we go to the doctor and uh, whenever you see a needle, it's like, you know that it's there to help relieve you in some way. Um, but just seeing the children and how they respond to having a needle put in their bottoms and they're just um, in, in excruciating pain and crying and crying and crying. So we know in some cases when doctors come with needles, they're coming to take away some of the pain that we have. So we wanna be um, grateful for that relief, but know that children do not respond in the same way. And I yield my mic. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, that's really beautiful. I love, uh, you know, I always just love listening to you. And if you had a podcast, Latanja would definitely be one of your biggest fans. So thank you again. Um, I want to open the floor again. Anybody who is on the stage can quickly contribute your perspectives in regards to the proverb. I see that Brother Earth is ready. Go ahead, Brother Earth. Peace and love, family. This is Brother Earth. I'm coming out of the North Carolina uh, territory. And uh, again, um, gratitude for the platform, Simon, and um, always coming forth with the wisdom of the ancestors. And uh, when I hear this, let me say this before I speak on the proverb. So how about yesterday, I was heading out the door, heading to work. I was running a little bit behind, but when I stepped on the porch, I had a package on the porch. I was like, huh? Anyway, it was the... Uh, the sea, it was the package from the Seamouse boss. So I went back in the house and put it in the refrigerator. And um, I actually got to check it out. I, I uh, took some this morning. So after, after it's in my system a few days, 
I'll be able to give you a, a, a report on, you know, what, I, what I'm able to see is doing. But I want you to know that I did receive my package, and I'm very thankful. Uh, I can't remember. I'm not the best with the names. But uh, kudos to the brother, uh, the Seamoss Boss brother, who uh, came and shared that with, with the whole village. Yeah, and, yeah. I'll, I'll speak about that after you finish. Yeah, I, I'm so happy you got that. I haven't got mine yet. I need to... I need to send Lavender a message too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, gratitude. Yeah, and, and as far as the proverb is concerned, one should never run rub bottoms uh, with a porcupine. And you know, I, I had an aunt that used to always say, you know, uh, be careful who you call your friends, and you know, uh, be careful of the company that you keep, because Everybody that you with ain't with you. You know what I mean? And I, you know, for a long time, I didn't, you know, I couldn't really process everything she was saying to me. But, uh, you know, she was just saying, be mindful of who you, uh, who you call your friends because hanging around the wrong people uh, put you in the wrong situation if you're not careful. And that I actually was able to see that coming to fruition because, you know, I have I have a brother, you know, he was kind of in the street life or what have you. And as the story goes, he let somebody use one of his vehicles and uh, somebody uh, committed a crime in his vehicle, so to speak. And he ended up, he's still in prison to this day behind that, which is over 20 years ago. And with that being said, you know, uh, it's not hanging around the wrong per- people or have you in a sticky situation. No pun intended. And I park my plane right there as brother. Peace and love, man. Peace and love to you, brother Arthur. I love that. I love that. Uh, and welcome, everyone. This this space today is really, really uh, filled with some of the most incredible, uh, you know, brothers and sisters, uh, you know, in my life, really. So uh, I, I just want to welcome Jay and Tutalini, I see you, Katie, and Kesiwa, and Jerry, and Rocky, uh, you know, and all the way to William. Welcome. This is uh, the African Father in America podcast. This show is popularly known as the Daily African Proverbs because every day we have a new African proverb from a different part of Africa that we dissect and get some wisdom from. So earlier on, I shared the three nuggets of wisdom from today's proverb, which is from the Akan uh, region of uh, West Africa. The proverb it says, itself says that one should never rub bottoms with a porcupine. You know, never is a very, very strong word in this proverb. And uh, as we continue on, uh, the floor is open. Anybody can double tap their mic. It's, uh, it's popcorn style. Um, but before we jump in and continue on, I just want to bring on uh, Jared one more time. Uh, Jared is really, really uh, helping me and helping my team, uh, you know, push this trip that we are organizing to Kenya, uh, February 1st to February 10th. Jared, just speak briefly about it and let everyone who is here know how they can be involved and how they can participate. Thank you so much. Yeah, so, um, you know, if you want to be involved in the, um, you know, trip, uh, there's a link that... um, I'll throw at the top really fast. 
that you can go ahead and bookmark and look at the itinerary. It will be the first week of February. And, um, you know, it's really laid out. It's going to be a really beautiful experience. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, if you have any questions, make sure to hit Simon and Lavender in the back channel. Uh, they have all the details. Um, you know, I really, you know, recommend all solo travelers take advantage of this opportunity to have a community and the locals really curate a authentic experience of what the locals, you know, experience. Um, also, you know, get an education of the history. Uh, it'll be fun. They got food planned out, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So it's all laid out. It's really going to be a dope experience. It's February 1st. And um, if you can't make this one, there's going to be multiple other ones as well. But we hope to see you February 1st. Um, you know, you'll be able to go to the Maasai National Reserve. You're going to be able to go to, uh, you know, uh, Kit Makai. Um, and just a bunch of, they're going to be able to hit up the beach. Um, you know, we're going to have like photo sessions and performances and screenings and all kinds of dope stuff. So yeah, check out the uh, itinerary. I think the itinerary and this link kind of speak for itself. Then also, you know, forward it to anybody in your network that may want to attend with you. You know, the more the merrier. Uh, share this experience with uh, folks that want to get to Africa. So, um, yeah, I'll pass it back to you, Simon. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yes. And uh, I'm most likely going to be on this trip myself too, you know, like 99%. So uh, if you want to travel with me, if you want us to spend some in person time together, and also if you want to see some of the work that I have been doing in Kenya, particularly uh, over the years, uh, since I was eight years old, really, uh, this is the time for you to come and see some of it and be a part of it. Uh, and really, I want to open the floor. I want to hear your voices. This is the last week that we are broadcasting this year. You know, from Monday, we are off until January 2nd. But you'll be seeing a lot of content coming from us in regards to the trip we are organizing, in regards to the blog. You know, we are also publishing a blog every single day when we broadcast this uh, podcast. So we are really, really working hard. And I'm really, really proud of my team. And I'm really, really proud of our community. You know, all of you who are here listening, all of you who are watching on YouTube, you know, you're all making this happen. You know, we are almost at 300, you know, at 310 episodes. This is episode 308. So thank you again. The floor is open. Anybody can take the mic from me. Hello. Good morning, everyone. I'm Jude, I'm Sharp. And I have been to Kenya. I ran through the itinerary and read it, and it just brought back some lovely memories for me. Kenya is a beautiful country, and I've been there three times. Um, so you can get the indication that I am really loving it. I am um, Jamaican by birth, living in Canada. Um, first time I went as a tourist in the Mombasa region, then the second and third time were um, in and around the slums in Nairobi. But what I love about this trip is that it is going to take you to see all sides of life. Um, you're going to be seeing work and working with the locals, and you're going to be going through Masai Mara, which is wonderful, and their experience the lifestyle of the rich. Um, so you're seeing all different types and this has really brought me 
um, good memories, um, wonderful, wonderful trip. And I uh, suggest that those of you who are thinking about it, stop thinking, just join up. And by the way, I'm not affiliated with the guys who are doing this group, so I'm just a happened on, on this room today. Um, as to the proverb, I think it means that don't go below where you are supposed, where you are. Be careful with whom you associate. And um, because when you go below where you should be, and associate with those that you should not be associating with, you are the one that gets hurt, um, that you're the one that will feel the pain, um, the outcome of your going where you shouldn't. And so keep, keep in, 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 um, in your, where you should be. Uh, there is another proverb that says, not an African proverb, but one that says, keep in your lane, because when you're in your lane, there is no obstacles. So there would be no <laughs> mixing metaphors now. Uh, there would be no por porcupines sticking you when you're in your lane. So stay in your lane. There are no porcupines there. And certainly you don't want to rub bottoms with any and everyone. Thank you. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. And uh, I always love it when I hear, uh, you know, brothers and sisters from other parts of the world talk about uh, Kenya, talk about your experiences there and pronounce uh, names of places in Kenya in your own way. It's just beautiful. You know, a lot of the time we are so used to saying Mombasa the way we are used to. But when I hear Jamaican say Mombasa, I'm like, wow, I want to go there, even though I have been myself. So. Uh, thank you. You've been recruited to the team, by the way. <laughs> You're doing a great job, Sharp. Uh, thank you for being here. And I'll keep the floor open. Uh, you know, anybody who is on the stage, I know we have great minds and uh, very, very uh, brilliant and wise people on the stage. So I will uh, mute myself and uh, it's popcorn style. This is Jay. Uh Thank you, my sister, uh, Sharp Canadian, for saying that. I think it's just so important that you see both sides of the coin uh, when going to Kenya or in visiting another country, culture, that we've been in this country, from my perspective, now you live in the United States, uh, Seattle specifically, brainwashed to believe that all of Africa, the entire continent is impoverished uh, and starving. And so you're mentioned that you'll get to see the rich side and also the very difficult side, which is in every country. Um, I'm glad that you said that, that both sides will be presented and for you to learn more and be more aware of the entire country. So regarding this proverb, the first thing that crossed my mind was when people say, if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. There are some backs you don't need to scratch. It's just no matter what they're offering, it is not going to be worth the price that you will ultimately need to pay. So 
it's really important that you are aware of the people that you're associating yourself with and whether or not what they're offering is truly in your best interest. Uh, and that's where I will conclude my comments on this proverb and about uh, the trip to Kenya. Be well. Thank you so much, Jay. Jay has been a, a foundational supporter of the African Father in America podcast. You know, as you're speaking, I was just thinking that one day we should start something to do with the founders of this movement because, um, you know, many times I go back and listen to old episodes of the African Father in America podcast and I hear people speak about how this space has impacted them, you know. Uh, especially in people's mental health. You know, there's a brother called Rushi that for a while, for like six months, he was showing up here regularly, almost every day. He was here yesterday, by the way. And then we went with him to Kenya. And since then, he's gone to Kenya on his own like three times, you know, and, and in a year, you know. Uh, and then one of the things I've heard him say in the past episodes is how this space is like therapy for him. And I didn't realize that it was also like therapy for me. And uh, this morning I saw Stella working on a list of proverbs, a list of African proverbs that are clearly for mental health, you know. And we will be sharing that with you. We are making a really special uh, video. We are making some really exciting things over this holiday. And I want to invite you to subscribe to our mailing list, you know. And if you want to uh, subscribe to our mailing list, you should go to my Instagram. And then there's a link on my Instagram. You know, uh, if you tap that link, it's a link tree. It will show you how to get, uh, you know, how to tap in to our mailing list. We are always creating beautiful content just for our uh, email audience, which we don't share on social media or here. And these proverbs about mental health are going to be shared there later this week. And I don't want you all to miss it. Now, um, the floor is open again. Uh, we are here for another you know, 30 or less minutes, but we are here uh, with the hopes that we are making our ancestors proud, we are making them smile uh, through this conversation that we are having in regards to uh, African proverbs. So the floor is open, popcorn style. Hello, good morning, everyone. Um I'm Mr. B. I'm out of Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, originally a Kenyan and um, literally just returned from home, uh, Kenya, um, Sunday. So I've been here about three days since I returned. And um, it's just wonderful out there. And I'm just looking at the uh, itinerary that you posted there. The one thing that stands out for me, um, I'm an avid traveler and uh, my travels are typically very unconventional. I don't like going to just specifically you know, touristic areas and stuff like that. I, I could do that, but I'd rather just, you know, normally do what the locals do, get in touch and see, you know, the rare, the gems. That's that's kind of my style of travel. And I see your itinerary there covers some stuff that, you know, it's a good mix. I see some places that, you know, must go to. And then I see some rare gems. Uh, you've got Dunga Beach, and I see you've got uh, Kit Mikai there as well. Um, these are places that have, you know, like Kit Mikai has some, you know, legend behind it. Uh, and uh, it's, it's not your regular tourist area to go to. Uh, Dunga Beach, you'll get a mix of culture. You'll be able to be very close to the culture. 
um, of the people in the Western region. Um, I wish I would be part of this, but um, <clears throat> hopefully on the next one, I'll definitely, you know, um, try to be there with you. Um, I'll be back a couple of days before Christmas and be out by the start of the year. So hopefully next time I'm able to join this and uh, I, I like that vibe completely. And uh, just to say, you know, for those that are not travelers, you get a lot more different experience when you get to go to the cultures when you travel. Um, it's it's nice to be on the finest, whitest beaches, but you, you still get just a taste of what we get out here, you know. But when you start going to places that, you know, are, are, are rare, places that are closer to where the people are, then you kind of get to experience the culture. You kind of get to interact with that. You kind of get to bring something back with you other than just snapshots of a beach that you took. Um, and then um, just on the uh, proverb itself, uh, one should never rub bottoms with a porcupine. Yeah, I, I think that's self-explanatory. <laughs> it's self-explanatory. Yeah, I can imagine if you went to rub your bottoms on a porcupine uh, first, you know, you're going to get stung you're going to get stung. So I think what to me it means that you shouldn't put aside your non-facts about things. And then, you know, for instance, you meet somebody that you clearly can see, you know, they don't have very good intentions and you still go on with it thinking that they will change. It's not going to change. You're going to get stung. And with that, I yield the mic. Excellent. Thank you so much, Mr. B. Uh, I just love, uh, you know, your perspective on the proverb and also i love your 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 idea of what travel should be so uh, i followed you i would love to stay in touch with you uh, and uh, i just thank you for being here today i want to bring the mic just briefly back to you uh, lavender and jared i want you both to just have a quick back and forth uh, in regards to the travel experience that we are all organizing so lavender you know um if uh, if you just take uh, a moment to unmute and share with us you know uh, your your other experiences bringing guests you know uh, what have those been like you and how does it feel to lead this kind of um, you know an initiative uh, and then Jared just jump in and share with us how it feels like to be African American and collaborating with people back in the motherland people that you've really never met before, but you just believe in what they're doing. How does it feel collaborating with Lavender to pull this off uh, right now, especially when we are all getting out of the pandemic, uh, you know, the level of trust in many communities. If you look at what's going on in Iran, uh, there's just a lot of uh, mistrust, you know, and I feel like what we are doing is countering that. So I want to open the mic for you, Lavender, just briefly, and then Jared, and then we'll open the floor for maybe two more people. Then we wrap up the show after that. Thank you, Simon. Uh, for those who don't know what trip we are talking about, uh, we are talking about the One Vibe Experience. Basically, One Vibe Experience is an opportunity for you to have a cultural exchange or immerse yourself in the Kenyan culture for this trip and with some of the most beautiful people around the world. If you've ever visited Africa, 
Kenya is one of the most friendliest country and when you come to Kenya, you'll see people smiling at you for no reason. With this, as a Kenyan, my first time in the US when you smiled or waved at somebody that asked you is something wrong or they find it weird. So this was a culture shock for me because from where I'm from, people are always happy and very friendly and nice uh, for nothing actually. So you'll get to experience that. Uh, <laughs> and um, I'm so sure it won't be your first and last time visiting Kenya if you haven't visited. The other thing that is unique about this trip, as much as we are having fun and learning and seeing different things and uh, learning about different cultures, trying different foods is that we are servicing other people. We are exchanging knowledge um, directly with the communities that we are gonna interact with. Throughout this trip, when you look at our itinerary, you'll see that uh, you have the opportunity to um, learn the culture around Lake Victoria. This is the Western region of Kenya. And when we go to Masai Mara, that will be the northeastern part of Kenya. So you go across um, the country, uh, interacting with different cultures through food, languages, music, and uh, basic knowledge. This is technology because we'll be taking photographs and recording the whole uh, trip. The other thing that Jared hadn't mentioned, uh, this was supposed to be a surprise for everybody, but um, where you'll stay at Masai Mara, you'll have uh, animals like gazelles and zebras walking around. Uh, so you'll be in the middle of the park. You'll be safe though, so don't worry about that. I hope I'm not freaking anyone out. <laughs> and um, again, in Masai Mara, we'll get to go to the Masai village and interact with the Masai, see how they live, see how they create fire from nothing but sticks. No matches, no lighters but just two sticks. Please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or uh, need more information about this trip. Jared, I don't know if I left out anything. No, I mean, much so. Yeah, you said it all. I would just say if you've never been, you absolutely should take advantage of this trip. And, um, you know, tomorrow, I was never promised and that's what's motivated me to go to like today in 81 countries um and that's what's motivated me is like tomorrow's not promised um i don't want to you know live with regret when i get older like man i wish i would have seen this i wish i would have done that so i would just say 2023 if you've been you using excuses as to why you can't 
you know, visit Africa or, you know, how it's not possible for you because you don't know where to go, you don't know what to do. Uh, this trip will eliminate that for you. And then once you get a taste of it, um, you'll definitely want to continue to coming back. So this is no, uh, there's no, like, there's, there's no, um, what's it called, a coincidence that this will be my third time coming to Kenya. Every time I come back, I learn something new, I see something new, and I experience something that I wasn't expecting. So um, experience the beaches, experience the mountains, experience the food, experience the music, and, uh, yeah, have a good time with this. So I uh, click the link at the top. And, um, yeah, uh, book your spot because, yeah, they'll probably sell out before the end of the year. And uh, we want you to make sure that you have a chance to be a part of it. So over to you, Simon. Hi, Simon. Hey. Hey, Sensas. How are you doing? Go ahead. I am good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, oh, my. Finally, your plan is coming to place. And this is amazing. All of you. I just want you to know this. Kenya is one of those countries that when you talk um, tropical equator, it literally is. It gives you access to everything. You get the best of both worlds. You have beautiful weather. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. It's never too hot and never too cold. Let me just put that first there. Secondly, this package is the bomb. And the bomb because it does two things. One, it's connecting you to your roots. It's connecting you to the culture. It's connecting you to the people. What does that mean? It means you get to know about the ordinary life of the citizens there. You get to share a meal with them. You get to be in spaces with them. And part of this is also important for your own mindset. Sometimes we grow up in spaces where we have so much we don't know what to be grateful of, but we complain about everything and don't make anything out of the life we have. But when you go and you sit with ordinary people, the day-to-day -day people who run things in the country, who move things, you get to see that opportunities exist everywhere and you can make a difference in any part of the world. And so grab this. I mean, the package Simon and his team have put together. It's what's known as a cultural tourism package. It has a part of it that's sustainable development because it's, 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 it's literally giving resources back to those who are the real backbone of the tourism industry, the ones who run the day-to-day -day work of all of these tourism spaces. It also takes you into the Maasai Mara. I haven't been, but as an avid environmentalist, wildlife specialist. I have flown over wildlife migrations in South Sudan, and I can't imagine how it is under Maasai Mara. You, you see these this animals on TV, and you are so blinded thinking, oh, these are ancient, because, well, dinosaurs are ancient, and so are all of the others extinct. But when you are there, it is real. You are within them, the, the exhilaration you feel when you walk out of the car and you walk into, into the wild in, in, in the park. You're thinking, oh my God, is the lion going to come next to me? You know, um, and then you're reminded that this is how people used to live, that along the whole Maasai Mara region, the Maasai people and the different nationalities that live there, they walk with these animals day to day that even though there is encroachment, there is also unity in one part. 
please, please, please go on, sign up, and take this opportunity. Uh, it, it means more than anything. I mean, there are other places you go to, but let's be honest. Kenya is picturesque. It's Instagrammable. It's humanity. And it's a United Nation. Meaning you, you, you'll be surprised. You might meet someone you even know there. So that 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 is just my encouragement to the whole team, Simon. Um, my parents are currently in Kenya for other reasons, but they did go to Naivasha and they were by the lake and they loved it. And that is a different part of Kenya. So thank you very much. And I hope more people sign up. Hey, Sensor, I, I wonder how long your parents are in Kenya, but I definitely uh, want a copy of your dad's latest book. Uh, and uh, I also want to see uh, if I can add one thing to everything you just said. I added a link at the top of the room uh, for everybody to just remember that name, Lupita Nyongo. You all know this name, you know. Uh, the name of the governor for Kisumu County, uh, where quite a bit of this trip is going to be happening, is Peter Nyongo, and that's the father to Lupita Nyongo. And uh, about three of the people who have already signed up for this trip are investors. You know, I believe that Africa needs trade, not aid. So, uh, you know, there is one investor who is uh, who runs a carbon exchange uh, platform carbon credit exchange platform we are traveling with him uh, to negotiate how we can uh, you know figure out how programs that are doing climate change mitigation in kisumu and around lake victoria can benefit from carbon exchange uh, you know carbon uh, credit exchange uh, funding you know uh, we are also traveling there with another investor who is doing vertical gardening uh, we are traveling there with an investor, actually a group of African doctors here in the diaspora who are interested in bringing, um, you know, uh, pharmaceuticals from the U.S. to uh, to Africa. So we are traveling with really, really high level uh, group of people uh, and you never know who you might be traveling with. By the end of the trip, you might actually have a job or something like that. But that's the caliber of people we are traveling with. And who knows, we might end up having dinner uh, with uh, Peter Nyong, who knows, you know. So you never know, just like Census is saying. Uh, but carry on, Census. I just wanted to add a little bit to everything you just said. No, thank you very much, Simon. And that is just amazing. Um, my my father know the Nyong, the Nyongo, and um, you know some of those who are within this Kenyan government in the sixties, in in the seventies. So it's, it's an interesting world. But I am just saying that please do take the opportunity to go and see and interact with your day to day people and listen to the different dialects of languages. You know, I I, I noticed being in the U.S that when I go to spaces where we have people from our country, I'm like, oh, yes, you know, we, we can be in a room with people speaking 10 different languages and we will understand most parts of it. This is the, the unity and the connectivity we have with one another. And so go there. This is also the Luo people who you find from Kenya all the way. With Well, they migrated from South Sudan. I mean, Simon might think differently but yes i don't i don't i actually went uh, i've gone to where we, we we came from in south sudan you know 
So <laughs> okay. yeah, I claim it and I claim my South Sudanese uh, heritage. That's part of why we are close, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. So yeah, they are all that part, the Luo within the Su- South Sudan, and then you have the Luo in Uganda, which is your Langi and your Acholi, and then you come to the Luo in Kenya. And so you have all of this mix. And Simon, on your next, the next time you're also talking about this trip, I want you to play a classical piece by Christopher Tin, a composer who did this classical piece using Langi language. It's called Wamolo Yamoni. Um, it's classical and it's sung in Langi. You might pick up some of the words because they're all Luo, but we are global. And, you know, so come, come experience the magic of Kenya. And it's magic. It, it, it is magic. That, that's all that I can say. From the chapati to the Rolex, the freshly baked Rolex, the chapati, you see it being made, the eggs put into it, rolled up. You have that with some of the tea. And when I'm talking about tea, I don't, I'm not going to be saying here chai tea. It's either I'm saying chai or I'm saying tea because they're all the same thing, but really good tea, okay? They plant tea in Kenya, in case you don't know. So you can have the real fresh tea with a mixture of herbs that have come through the whole um, Asian influence that came into, in, into Kenya. It's very aromatic, and the aromatic rice and the pilau and the sukuma, I could go on and on, but someone I have to give it back. To you. Yeah, you 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 are wonderful. Like I feel like that's an ad right there for one life experience. <laughs> anyway, I just want to say that we will be passing through the tea plantations, and uh, you know, Kenya is the third largest tea exporter in the world after China and India, and we will be passing there. You can literally buy tea right from the farm. You know, fresh. You can smell the ground from this tea that we will be buying from the roadside, you know. You'll be seeing the factories. Uh, so I, I definitely want to, I love tea. And I want to say that that's one of my favorite parts of the trip, you know. Um, but we are coming to the end of our conversation today. And uh, I just, you know, want to share that I'm grateful. And, uh, you know, I want to just check quickly if there's anybody else who is... Uh, who would really like to say something. I, I want to be respectful of you, Katie, and to Taleni. You know, you are powerhouses, and I'll mute to hear if you all have something to say. I'm, I'm just, uh, Simon, I'm sitting here a bit angry because I'm not able to go on this trip, and the way both you and Senses are, are describing it, I'm really having some formal moment over here, so... Uh, I wish I could uh, I could join. So I just wanted to say hello, everybody. And I, I love this proverb because it's it's very visual. You know, where often we might be more familiar with the uh, idiom of rubbing shoulders with different people, which is supposed to be a positive thing. But um, I think as has been said by many people uh, before, and I think uh, brother was the one who said it earlier, not everybody who you're going to be rubbing shoulders with is uh, a positive influence. And if you're rubbing on shoulder with the wrong person that is akin to rubbing shoulder with a porcupine uh, because uh, uh, the influence that it might have on you is going to be a bit more painful than if you had never rubbed shoulder with them at all 
Um, so that that's my reflection on that. But uh, I just would like to put in a request for some some tea, uh, Kenyan teas. Um, so for whoever is going to uh, on this trip, don't forget to bring some of our souvenirs. Uh, uh, this is Tudalang. I'm done speaking. Excellent. I'll make sure you get your tea to Taleni. I'm organizing another trip in July, by the way. The one in July is more family-oriented. And so if you have kids that would like to go to Africa, the one in July, I'm going with my entire family in July, by the way. So it's going to be a bigger group and uh, more chaotic. <laughs> so if that's your jam, uh, I love chaos, really. I love children and family chaos. Uh, and I'll manage that in July, but in February it's going to be, you know, a little laid back, but also, um, you know, very, very business oriented where we will be meeting potential business partners, potential, um, you know, collaborators. We are traveling with a few CEOs from the U.S. and we are meeting really, really high level uh, government officials in Kenya as part of this trip, you know. So even in the Masai Mara, when we go there, we might meet the governor of uh, of uh, Narok County because uh, the senator of Narok County knows that we are going there and uh, they really love what we do. The work that we do might seem very little here on Clubhouse or on YouTube, but uh, it's really, really impacting many, many lives. And a lot of uh, leaders know that we exist. That's all I'll say as we wrap up. Jared, any uh, closing remarks? Actually, Katie, do you want to say something before I go to Jared? Hi, it's Katie. I'll just be really brief. Um, Brother Simon, Jared, Lavender, um, all my amazing friends. Wow. Just looked at the itinerary and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, as someone who is Australian or born in Australia and spent um, more of my adult life in Africa, in southern, southeast Africa in particular, um, than any other part of the world. Um, I just really, really, really applaud this itinerary you've put together. Some of the most beautiful moments that I know Simon and many of us have spoken about before is being amongst the community and eating and sharing and um, being in communion with them is life-changing and I have never felt so accepted as, you know, as a white foreigner chick from Australia as I have in many parts of Southern Africa. Um, so I really do encourage anyone that's interested in this to please go. Be Africa is just so beautiful, the wildlife. Um, the people, especially the people, you know, when you travel, you should do it intentionally. You should do it with communities. You should be giving back um, and interacting because we know there is so much awful, you know, white saviorism, white tourism that is just not interacting with local communities or giving back to them. So I just applaud um, the itinerary and I know it's going to be with good intention and, um, you know, I'm so stoked to see this. I'll stop rambling. And Simon, I'm really excited to hear, you know, as an environmental nerd as well, um, to hear about the opportunities um, for international CEOs. Really also want to echo Africa doesn't need aid as much as trade. There is so much wealth of knowledge and um, amazing people with so much to give and um, have the resources and just need a little bit of perhaps, you know, 
um, collaboration as well. So I'm so excited to hear about it. Um, I'm sending you all so much love and, and thank you, Simon and everyone in this room. You've always been, you know, such a great support and thank you for always accepting me and letting me be part of your beautiful community. Love you so much. Uh, love you too. Take care and uh, thank you for all your wonderful, uh, you know, the work you've done in Africa, really, and also your beautiful comments uh, right now. Jared, uh, close us out, please. Yeah, no, Katie makes a great point about, um, you know, some of the, like, uh, tourism, uh, you know, companies and experiences that aren't really in the best interest of locals. And um, that's a really, really great point that this is going to be something that I'm confident the team is thinking about how our, you know, presence is going to, you know, enable, you know, opportunities for the locals uh, that will be visiting. So that's definitely something that you should consider uh, when it comes to, you know, how you go to Africa is how your experience is going to contribute to the people and the places that you're going to be visiting. So um, great point, Katie, and um, definitely look forward to seeing everybody that can make it. Back to you, Simon. Excellent. Uh, with that, we've come to the tail end of our time together here today. I am deeply, deeply grateful to all of you. Uh, if you don't know, we've been live streaming on uh, YouTube as well. And I just want to give all of you who have never uh, subscribed to my YouTube channel a chance to do that. So I'm going to add the link uh, to the top of the room right now and just give you a minute uh, to tap in. You know, uh, it's a beautiful platform that we've been working hard to grow. Uh, and I just want to give you a minute to subscribe there and, uh, you know, and explore, explore. We have all the content from this space being, uh, you know, being pushed there as well and over the next month we are off from monday until january 2nd we will be posting content on that platform every day you know so uh, i just want you all to know that uh, even though we will not be live we will still be pushing out great content that will be inspiring and uplifting during this holiday season uh, that is going to be cold here in the diaspora and so if you want to be, uh, you know, if you want to stay abreast with WhatsApp, uh, that's one of the ways that you can stay engaged. Really, see you tomorrow morning. Uh, we will be back here, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then Friday, uh, I deeply, deeply appreciate you all for taking your time. And, uh, you know, have a beautiful rest of your day or uh, night, depending on where in the world uh, that you are. Thank you. America Tujikaze tujikaze jikaze Tujikaze tujikaze jikaze Africa Tujikaze tujikaze jikaze America Tujikaze tujikaze jikaze You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokelo live from Seattle Washington USA